Hello and welcome to the Kick-Ass Smoke-Free Podcast with me, Lee Waters. I'm an ordinary man with no affiliation with any company relating to stopping smoking. Over the next few months, I will use this weekly podcast to talk to you about what I've experienced during my smoke-free journey with the aim of hopefully helping you to achieve a smoke-free life. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. The information will be shown in the episode description. Hello Ash Kickers, this is Lee Waters and I am speaking to the lovely Kristen. We're going to talk about Kristen's experiences with her smoke-free journey. So hello there, Kristen. Hello, Lee. <laughs> it's been, it's taken a while <laughs> to get to actually speak to you. Talk to you. <laughs> so I met you on the Facebook group, which is called, uh, I think it's simply called Stop Smoking Support, I think I think the group was. Yeah. And they've got yes. thousands of members and they're uh-huh. a really helpful resource. We connected in, in that group and, um, and we, we found that we were neck and neck and, and I, I found your comments and, and posts and I think we even shared a couple of videos together to be really supportive. Yes, and it's you, quite... gave me, you gave me the, the bravery to actually do that. <laughs> I was so nervous to do that, but I was like, hell, if Lee can do it, I can do it. Yeah. We're a couple of days apart. Uh, I'm on day 341 and you're on day... 347. Awesome. Let's dive straight in. The cheekiest question I've got for you, Kristen, is how long were you a smoker for? I was a smoker from the year 1986 to last year, 2019, so 33 years of smoking every day. (laughs) Except when I was pregnant. I gotta say, I was blessed to have quit while I was pregnant. Good. But then I picked it right back up again. Yeah, kids can be quite wow. a prompt. <laughs> started just out of high school, you say, which is it's quite late, because I've spoken to a few people who started smoking when they're, I don't know, 12 years old or oh. crazy things like nine years old or th- mm-hmm. things like that. I was really silly. I started smoking when I was about 25 and I smoked for what, 15 years or something and, and oh. that's silly. I'm at 25 years old, I should know better, but uh, at the peak of your smoking career, how many cigarettes would you say you would have gone through in a day? In my party years, easily a pack or two, you know, mm. I mean, I was a heavy smoker when I was, when I was drinking, but after that, I was averaging like maybe a half a pack a day every day but then i noticed at the end it was sort of out of control like i was smoking constantly Hmm. but but at the same time not really enjoying it physically and i was drinking i was a chain smoker but i consider smoking anything close to that amount for over three decades a heavy smoker Hmm. (laughs) you know what prompted you to one to go smoke-free? Well, what was the catalyst? Well, see, the COPD started to kick in. (laughs) I noticed that I couldn't climb stairs without getting winded. I noticed when I'd go out to shovel a couple inches of slosh off my deck that I was winded, and I started to get concerned about that, but not concerned enough to quit. And my daughter was on me, like, oh, her whole life about it. So it was like, and my family just constantly being nagged about it. And like, so it was in the back of my mind, oh, I should stop, I should stop. But I didn't want to stop because I loved smoking. But then I started getting chest pains 
while resting on the couch. All right, strenuous. So the combination of the not being able to breathe and the chest pains coming closer and closer together was really the wake-up call. And it's funny because I think you mentioned that you quit on when you had the idea to quit on a Sunday night. Mm. Same here. It was Sunday night, and I said, "You know what? This is it. I can't do this anymore." So the next morning came, and and so I did. When you start a new job,、um, mm. you think, "Ah,、oh, right, new start, new new job, new start. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stop smoking when I when I start this new job." And usually, within sort of twenty minutes of starting a new job, you get all so-called stressed、mm. out, and you want a cigarette, and you, you pop out, or or you find that the People training you are are also smokers, and you don't want to, you know, miss out. Met、uh, my wife and thought, oh, she doesn't smoke, so maybe I should stop smoking. And we got married, new start, no smoke, and then you know, all these things were presented to me. And because they weren't on my terms, even though I thought they were, I learned the lesson that I, it wasn't the right time for me to to quit at that point. This time round, it's all different. I didn't stop smoking because my wife is pregnant. I didn't stop smoking because we were getting married, or moving into a new house, or starting a new job, or the baby, or you know, the second baby, or whatever. I didn't stop for those reasons. I stopped because something in my mind clicked, and it was the right time for me to attempt this. Don't class myself as a smoker. I still get a couple of gremlins jumping up in front of me every now and again. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Now when I get, I'll get what I call them as like, like little niggles.、Mm. I get like a little little ee, like、mm-hmm. feeling that I want to have a cigarette out of habit, or I'm I'm stressed or I'm nervous, and then I just breathe, and I'll even say now, like I did in the beginning. I'm a non-smoker now.、Mm. I don't smoke, and before I can even finish the breath or that thought, it's gone. Yeah. So the cravings get—you know—you don't believe it when you're going through it that the cravings get less and less. To like, but even now, like people will tell you years later, they'll still get a weird little niggle、mm. for a cigarette out of nowhere. With my background of getting clean and sober, and I see this underlying stuff—the、mm. you know the,、uh, the other stuff—is just the symptom. So like I have to, I had to like dig down to realize why I was using. And the bottom line is I use because I'm I'm an addict. So I've over the course of the last year I've really done some delving and some, I guess you call it a sort of therapy, and、um, really got down to the to the crux of、um, of of it all. And it's really helped me. Like just I find like the education. That I get has helped me. All the coping mechanisms that I have now that I didn't have before. There's been a lot of. It's been a lot in、mm. my journey. Well, that's that leads me quite nicely. Prior to your smoke-free date, what did you do to prepare yourself? Was it just a case of right? I'm that's it. I'm done. And then you started. Or did you take? Did you take a run-up? Did you? So no. So like I. Never wanted to quit. I never quit before that. I could never like. I saw people go off the rails over the years. I'm like, I don't want to be that. Like I saw people try to quit. I'm like, oh, I want no part of that. <laughs> Until my body quit. So when I made the decision, or you know, honestly, there's just a spiritual part of this because there's no other explanation for me why one day I'm smoking and the next day I'm not. At some point, I must have set up some sort of message to the cosmos, like I need help. Like help me. You know, because I can't, I can't do this alone. I knew what to do because of my background. So I was like, okay, I'm going to join a group. 
I'm going to, you know, get how my body heals to my email. I'm going to get a day counter. I'm going to start meditating. Mm-hmm. So I, like I, I did all those things and I used all those tools because I knew I needed tools. There's yeah. no way I could do this alone. So I just kept like checking the email every <laughs> and checking the calendar like every day and just did it like I know how to do it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And being on the pages with you guys was huge because I know just talking to another addict works. Mm-hmm. It's it's a magical thing. It's worked for years just sharing it the experience already know but I as much as I thought that that all my background was going to help me do this holy crap <laughs> I did not see the magnitude of what this was going to do to me so when I quit I got depressed I got anxious like all the stuff I'd never experienced before because basically the lid came off Pandora's box mm. the cigarettes I was using to push everything down to cope with every little thing so there was no nothing else there was nothing to go to so it all came up so yeah. that's when I knew I needed more help I needed to really get help not only are you coming up to a year's smoke free which is obviously incredible it's a really a brilliant effort but you're sober now you've been sober for for quite some time have you found that any of the techniques through and, and that's relating to to alcohol yeah. uh, is that right so um did you find that any of the techniques that you've used to to beat the alcohol helped you with beating the smoking absolutely yes but this was a different beast <laughs> when i got sober it was really easy for me i was done within a week or two the obsession and compulsion was lifted i was i was pink clouding i was look, look and i i've started this with hard times you know no mm-hmm. doubt but this was like i did not see i wasn't depressed or anxious when i quit drinking um it was weird so i knew i had to do more i mm. needed more help than just what i had been so that's when i i dove into getting a sponsor which you, um on the page people are doing which is amazing having a buddy is amazing because you really need someone to call you need someone to talk to you need someone to like reach out to when you're when you're really feeling like you want to use it's you know you pick up the phone instead of a substance it's addiction and it's all the same mm. you know it's all the same stuff it really is and a lot of the tools are the same but i had to deal with what this was doing to me so i um i started my step work which i'd never done before so after the uh 16 years in may i finally wow. did my step work i That's finally amazing. did my step work but i didn't do that before so i was really grateful because i was in a lot of pain with this and then, mm. you know any other addict or alcoholic out there who quit smoking may, they may not have the same experience as me maybe it's not a big deal to them but for me mm. who it was really hard and i got to a really dark place i didn't see that happening no so i reached out for real help and i just a lot of that background helped me like just don't give up like this too shall pass and all those little things you know you're just sitting on your couch and you're down and out that's not going to help you <laughs> but who so now i find that because of this experience i can help someone else more because now i understand in the the original group that we were in I would post on there for my own to to make myself accountable to myself so I would say like so I'm on day 4 and I'm my head's about to explode or, or something yeah. along those lines I had some negative comments about 
the posts that I were putting on because some people felt that they were too long or I don't know or maybe I was being too positive I'm not sure but I was I was posting things and it would it would it would annoy certain people and and it's never been my intention to to annoy anyone unfortunately sometimes you you crack eggs to make omelettes and, or whatever the phrase is. Exactly, but, exactly. Now people just love to, um, I just actually, I just read something recently about that, how people like to take people down that are happy. Mm. Like, what are you so happy about? <laughs> how about if you try and join in? Yeah. You know, it's a really, I find that the internet's a very negative, hateful place because people can say whatever they want with a button. You know, you wouldn't say that to my face, you no. know, so it's really kind of an awful uh, dark side to something that could really be wonderful. The leader of the support groups on Facebook for smoking, thousands and thousands of members, a great resource. I felt that for the people that I'd met and for myself, um, I thought I'd, I'd want to set up my own little group and that's where the kick ash. No, uh, it's the best thing you ever did. <laughs> It, it was really wonderful. Well, I love, I love your page. Oh, but um, the, the positive, the positivity is absolutely key in, I feel, in um, beating anything that's that's taking me down. Like I, in the beginning, I was positive mantras all the time. I had sticky notes up. I would write on my mirror in the bathroom with a dry erase marker like go you and you know mm. and I remember I remember being terrified the first the first oh was, so I quit on a Monday I was home Tuesday I had to drive to work <laughs> I couldn't even drive Monday I couldn't even mm. go to the store I was like no that means and I remember going okay like I remember getting in my car and just being like okay um the car is gonna go without a cigarette yeah <laughs> but, and like it, and I got to work and I remember being like wow I got to work without smoking a cigarette for the first time in over 30 years. That's and like I just kept doing that. That's that's one of the things that you mentioned it earlier, and it seems to be a little mantra that that's used by addicts or recovering addicts is the uh, one day at a time. And you see people with Facebook names O D A A T and and yeah. stuff. And I'm not sure if that's entirely correct because if you don't quite make a day, then that can be really difficult. But if you can drive to work and not smoke, it's, right. I think it's more one moment at a time, oh, especially no, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. To, to, for sure, mm. for sure. Because like I said, I, I used to smoke, let's be honest, I smoked three cigarettes in, in a 15 minute walk to work. Um, a massive, oh, yeah. it's ridiculous. It, it, when I'm being honest about it, I didn't need to smoke that anyway, but to- Oh, awful. To leave That's the house, awful. yeah. To leave the house, no. it was just a case of, uh, you know, I've done it. Yeah, all those little things over the years that you don't think affect your quit, but they do. Like, did you have the ad over there where you were from with the sharks? They would chomp the person's arm off. No. <laughs> there was an ad. I mean, these all these awful ads. I remember sitting with my daughter. Oh my gosh! And the cigarette ads would come on, and she would look at me, and I'd just like I'd mute the ads, and she'd go, "Really, Christian?" I'm, you know, or, or I change the channel because I don't want to hear it from her. But there was an ad where it's like that that the cravings, the cravings were just like a shark, like gnawing at you, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's crazy." And then for a while before my anxiety kicked in, I realized after right after I quit, I realized that I was calmer. 
Mm. And it was because I didn't have a constant rush of 2,000 chemicals in my body making me want to smoke and making me anxious to smoke. And for me, that was an epiphany. Yeah. I really, I didn't understand it before. Really interesting what you were just saying then, Kristen, because something jumped into my mind and that was the power that the addiction had over me. And this sounds overly dramatic in that after a few weeks of being smoke-free, I realised that I had the ability to achieve things, that I was a positive power in my own life. All, a lot of the negative thoughts and feelings that I was experiencing, the reasons why I couldn't quit before, I truly believe that it was the cigarettes. I had experienced a funny level of emotion where I wouldn't get overly angry, I wouldn't get overly sad, I wouldn't get overly happy. I was at this really dull, boring level. And I believe that it was the nicotine that was keeping me at a sedate level. The addiction owns you to the point where you free of it. I found with the return of being positive, any negative thought that comes in, I have to immediately catch it and switch into a positive and be in the solution, not the problem. Because that other way of thinking will keep you using. Mm. <laughs> it's like a monster, whatever, you know, the naked devil that it, it feeds on negativity. So if you turn to positive and start doing positive and acting positive, your addiction doesn't have as much of a chance to get to you. Absolutely, absolutely. Going back to the beginning of your smoke-free journey, did you use any form of NRT or did you just go cold turkey? Or cold turkey because, again, because of my background, I knew that when I was done, I was done, so why keep feeding it? You know what I mean? I knew that if I did the patch and the gum and the vape, it would. I'm just giving them more money, yeah. and I'm still putting this crap in my body. My body's gonna keep craving it. It's all connected, and it just keeps wanting more. It's the a disease of more. Mm. So I stopped feeding it. I remember I went to the local convenience store, and I I got an arsenal, <laughs> good yeah. mint gum, cherry cough drops. I grabbed some coffee stirrers. Like, oh, right, what else am I gonna need? And my, the cherry cough drops were actually my favorite. I like the Ludens, oh, they were the best. And I got this, I don't know if you can drop names on here, but the, I, the uh, meditation app was a savior for me. Was that Headspace? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm addicted to that. Oh, I'm too cheap to pay for things, Kristen. Yeah, well, I got it on sale, and I, then I divided it by 12 months. Yeah. I was like, you know what, I'm worth it. I'm saving money on cigarettes. This is meditation. I've been, people have been telling me for years because of the way I am that I need meditation, but it's not something I can do on my own. Like, ugh. And now that I have the app, I find that, boop. I'm doing it, you know what I mean, and it's really wonderful. I think if I could free up a, a few quid here and there or, or yeah. something, I but might. There's free, there's, they're all on you. There's free, there's a bunch of free ones, but yeah. I can't say enough about them. And it's been around for a million years. And yoga is wonderful. I wish they were more affordable. Mm. Classes here are really expensive, but yoga, I've taken yoga and it's, it's so good for your head, for your body, for everything. And then again, this stuff's been on for thousands of years <laughs> and we're just catching on to it so we we go fighting through our lives like you know running around like chickens with our heads cut off the answers have been here the whole time oh yeah because <laughs> i really have noticed the benefits so now i need to get physically active after my ankle heals because i know that's what i need and i should have done it before but i really have been in a weird place so 
I know that's going to help me once I feel it because then I'll physically feel better and I really want to get in shape again. So, I mean, it's all, you know, it's it's all the parts of, of living well, you know. Mm. So that's over the past 341 days, mm. Mm. Um, what was what has been your biggest challenge with regards to being smoke-free? Was there one event or, or moment that really um, For me, it was the, um, the mental part of it. <laughs> the physical giving it up. I didn't have a choice because I brought it right down to the bottom rung of the ladder. Mm. You know, if I kept going, actually it's awful because like a month later, one of my friends uh, ended up going to the hospital and have an open heart and um, I'm like that could have been me um, so the physical part I knew I was like game over game over <clears throat> you know but it starts to knock then it starts to bang that starts ringing the doorbell you know so that for me I knew I was done and we, you don't you don't have to go down to the bottom rung to quit things but that's what we do pain is the motivator so for me it was the mental part of um, but you know that's came the other side of it yeah. and that I think is just wonderful and it gave, like I said, it gave me a whole new sympathy and empathy for others and that, that I didn't have before, honestly. I was just like, oh, really? Just get over it, you know? Yeah. But that's not the case. It's real. It's real. But there's a, there's a solution. You can get help with all of it now that it's in the rear view. And I still have moments of anxiety, mm. and it's weird. But the, again, the headspace is teaching me about it. It's, you know, it's the human condition. So note it as mm. a feeling or a thought and move on like you don't have to own it and jump into it and like wrap yourself around it and carry it with you all day <laughs> you know yeah well so. unlike yourself I, I i i know that i would not have been able to go cold turkey um with yeah. with my with my journey and yeah. um i did use a short it wasn't a long period with the nrt i used a combination of of patches with them um, with the lozenge and that that was the only way I could really do it for me yeah and and that's that's the yeah. beautiful I mean, thing whatever whatever gets you there but eventually you're gonna want to get off of it all yeah and whatever so they keep stepping down whatever works for me I just and then my sister bought me I don't know how many cases of gum with <laughs> over the years and I hated it like mm. it burned my throat and, and I would just give it away and you know that's um, with we, you it is a, a case of finding what works i mean yeah. with smoking i don't so for me yeah 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 for me it was positive positive mantras and cherry cough drops and and you know um asking for help from from next door to above to like you know and it just every day got easier yeah and, and the... like the days pile up and all of a sudden you're like whoa look at this and it was it's being feeling prideful like you mentioned oh mm -hmm. Being proud of yourself for accomplishing something so uh, dynamic, you mm. know, and then I'd share it with my, like I would tell myself, I told my customers and they kept me going because a lot of them were our seniors mm. and they've all quit smoking. So every day I'd have my little, you know, team of uh, cheerleaders saying, what's your day count? And, you know, like for me, that's, I need that stroke. Mm. I'm, I'm a child, you know? Oh yeah. We so all that, are. and that lady gave me that glass bead with the no smoking symbol mm. on it. And I carry that in my pocket. That was another thing. So there was a lot of, like I said once, I've said before on um, our pages, like own your quit, define your quit. Everyone has their own things that works for them because mm. we're all different in that sense. So like just having that in my pocket to pull out, and look at, 
helped me mm. putting a penny in a jar every day to watch the pennies pile up I'm, I'm very visual like everyone has their own learning style you know some people are you know I hate yes. learning time that, but that was my that's yeah. my bead in like my whatever. pocket yeah whatever gets you whatever gets you to the next day you mm. know whatever gets you to the to the evening when you put your head on the pillow you know but it's like oh to be proud of yourself for something you thought you could never do and then turn around and put your hand out to help another person wow mm. you know and i just talked to someone today as a matter of fact so like i can't even believe it mm. and it's it the little it's, it's our stories and our yeah. our words that hopefully and mm. the purpose of this podcast is i hope I hope that one person one day stumbles across the podcast exactly. and listens and thinks, well, he's yep. done it, or Kristen's done it, or Lexi's done it. Yeah, and, and the power of the group. Please. Yeah. The power of the group. If they can do it, I, I can do it. Exactly. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. We can do it together. It's like, it's, you know, kumbaya. <laughs> um, experience, strength, and hope. Yeah. But, you know, it's really just, like, you know, it's just fabulous. And when, like if you can believe you know and this goes for like all those like things they have in like workplaces with the posters you know mm. if you can believe that you can do it but it really is and then i was like when i start to feel low i was thinking back to like wow if you start putting all the effort back into this or your your yourself that you did in the beginning of what you were trying to give up to be better you probably feel better but mm. we get lazy we forget you know what i mean like what was the last time i talked nice to myself like i did week one and two it's <laughs> i stopped doing it have oh. you have you seen the movie uh, rocket man the elton john film yes yeah it was and good. brilliant i absolutely loved it the one thing and it right i i've I now have three daughters and, and that's a, a story that's going to come out in, in the next couple of weeks on the podcast. Um, yeah. And I'm an absolute emotional wreck when something slightly heartfelt happens. Um, I'm yeah. a blubbering wreck. And, um, Me too. <laughs> and especially since I've quit smoking because like I said, someone's lifted the lid off my emotions and I yeah, am now... Yeah, and that's, good. that's not a bad thing. Oh, no, 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 not at all. In the film, there's there's a couple of scenes where he's at the AA meeting, and his younger self, his younger mm. self, approaches him and he says, um, "What does he say? He says, why won't you hug me?'" Uh, that absolutely yeah. crucified me. I was, oh yeah, dead oh, yeah. in my this chair. Is, Just this is uh, this stuff is is to the core soul crushing soul lifting like mm. like wow like if, if i could record every thought feeling and thing i've seen in in my journey lee mm. it's it just mind-blowing how how i've grown mm. mentally even though i'm mental <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean is you stop growing when you use substances i didn't know that you stop maturing yeah that's why when when you run when you go to your classroom you see these people all lit up acting like assholes it's because they're still mentally 18 years old. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And why they can't cope and why you see them throwing shit and like freaking out. It's because they don't, They, you know, and I didn't, I've learned so much. Mm. I've learned so much. But yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And I cry all the time when, when certain things get brought up 
you know, when I'm sharing at a meeting or someone, you know, mm. or like, you know, my video that I made for you, remember? Oh, yeah, that, that, I that killed me. I didn't tear up. I did not, but I was like, I was so emotional. Yeah, you, you and, uh, start crying, you I, swine, I, and then I start I, crying. And... I know, and it's good. That's like, <laughs> it's, you know what it is? It's, it's your soul. Like yeah. what I tell the kids that are, are just coming in or just, you know, I said, that's, that's you breaking open. Mm. That man, that's what it is. You gotta melt. You know, we've we've been had walls and encased in ice and stuffed our emotions, our and all our shit from our growing up, our whole lives mm. with alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, sex, food, you know, sugar, you yeah. know, anything not to feel. You yeah. know, we run, we we change everything, we move. You know, anything. But it's like once you find out that you can do it without substances and like there's tools and things you can do that are really like, oh, that wasn't, you know, and then it becomes habit mm. and then it becomes practice. And then all of a sudden you're looking at all these years go by and you're like, whoa, look at this. It can be done, but you got to want it and, yeah. you get, and you can't do it alone. So well. it's like just whether you're an addict or not. You know, we're here to help each other up and out. Yeah. And then when my kid, you know, will ask me something, I go on these rants. She's like, oh, my God, will you shut up? <laughs> she's like, here we go again. Here comes Miss AA. You know, now she's like college. And she's, you know, trying to experiment. And I'm like, oh, well, let's do different She's like, oh, here we go. She's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. And it's so funny. But, you know, I'm like, I can't help what I know. Once you know something, you can't unknow it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that's the. Uh, I, th I think one of the challenges to become is to become smoke-free and not become an ex-smoker. So yes, I, I, absolutely. I, I, no, you can't preach no. at people. You can't. You know what I mean? Because pe it turns people off. Yeah. You gotta. Re you There's, know. You gotta. I'm learning this too. Like one thing worse others. than a than a not uh, than a smoker got, and that's an ex-smoker. You gotta stay relatable and yeah. you gotta remember what it was like. And, you know what I mean? Otherwise, they're gonna tell you like I did. Yeah. <laughs> All those years when people tried to help me, I'm like, get away from me. And one of the most beautiful parts of this whole thing was for me the fact that I couldn't believe that I was doing it. I just so happened my quit date on Monday. My daughter was coming home for spring, her first spring break on Friday, mm -hmm. and I wrapped the news up like a present. <laughs> and she flew in to grab something. Her dad was waiting in the driveway. And I said, come here, come in, you gotta open up your present. She was like, oh my God, I don't have time, I gotta go. I said, no, just just sit for a minute. And she opened it up and she was like, no way. <laughs> and I was like, and we both cried. Aww. And she's like, yeah, it was the mo it was a moment. It was a moment I'll never forget. And she goes, well, you know what this means, don't you? And I said, yes. She goes, I'm home for a whole week. I go, that's right, so don't stress me out. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, she goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be watching you. And then and I said, I know, that's why I told you. And it's funny, cause just like the addict thing, she'd be like, I'd cough and she'd be like, are you smoking again? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it was a cough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, no, I'm not smoking. And she's like, good. She goes, cause if you pick up a cigarette, I'll kill you. <laughs> she goes, so, so pick how you want to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's no nonsense. Yeah. I, I am so grateful for her and it was you know I made amends to her I said I'm sorry that I ruined your life she's like yeah you kind of did mm. you know because they teach the kids in friggin third grade which sucks <laughs> you know <laughs> you know they, 
like back in the day, like we didn't dare. I remember trying to like throw my mom's cigarettes away. Yeah. Oh, you tried that once. You never <laughs> tried that again. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, I had the I had my eldest daughter approach me, my little droplet. Oh, yeah. oh, she no. said, I don't like you smoking, Daddy. Like, oh, no, Keanu is brutally. Oh, I'd yeah. be in public, right? Yeah. I'd be like hiding behind the tree, right? Because I would be getting the cigarette before we go in here. Mm. Get a cigarette before I like, before we get in the car. And of course, I would reek up the car. But oh, I yeah. didn't understand how bad it was. Now I do. And she would scream at me in public. She didn't care. <laughs> she didn't care. She'd be like, go ahead, go kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like people would be stopping and looking. She would cause a major scene, and then I would get mad at her. And she would be like, "I don't care if I make a scene. You're the one making the scene." But it, that all brought all those things brought me to my quit because Absolutely. they weigh on you. There's like little little weights. So like mm-hmm. every time someone makes a comment about you smoking, there's another weight on your shoulders. But the physical part, the mental part, I wanted to quit, but just like the other stuff, I couldn't. It mm. owned me. But then the body said, eh, eh, eh. so I'm so glad that, you know, I'm going to be able to hold my grandkids someday. I'm oh. going to maybe get in shape now. Like, I guess I don't want to die. Because the, the thinking is different. Mm. Before, if I die young, who cares? I don't care. Yeah. I've lived enough. If I die at 60 from smoking, I don't care. I love cigarettes. Let it kill me. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, and then once I quit, I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to live. When droplet number one came along, I was smoking and I, I would have to put on a, a different t-shirt or a different jumper yes. to hold. Oh God, we, oh, and, now and, I smell so. Oh. Yeah. And I had to do the same thing. Same thing for droplet number two as well. It's horrible. Oh, the way it reeks. Oh, God. But the amazing thing is... When you're near people who smoke and Mm. you can even smell it when it comes in the house. Like, you mentioned all that. Like, before I couldn't smell it because it was on me and in me and Mm. through me. And now I understand why I was so disgusting to her. Mm. And, I mean, I would smoke a cigarette and get in the car with three other people. A man, you know, and I thought perfume and a mint washing my hands would help. (laughs) Oh, no, you like people were gagging. Doesn't even come close. But I know that droplet number three will have never known that I was yeah. a smoker. She, she yeah, will. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing yeah. to, to know that you're. You know, it's a beautiful thing. And yeah. I was able to. I've, every opportunity I've been able to hold her, I haven't had to change my t-shirt or put another oh, shirt on. Oh, so many, so many pluses yeah. to this. Oh, to be able to take a full breath. Oh yeah. Before it felt like fiberglass when I breathed. Like yeah. it, was, it was painful to breathe. The one that gets oh. me is sitting in the armchair and yeah. breathing and yeah. breathing quietly, not having a little whistle, not yeah. having a little. Oh, uh, God, I can't even pretend oh. to do it. Yeah. Oh, and that oh my my singing voice. Yes. What I cu- I couldn't sing at the end. I'd try and sing to the radio, and it would sound like um, Kermit the Frog with bronchitis. Yeah, I was and, in. Was I was in. Me? Band smoking 15 yeah, to 20 that, a day and just and I was the voice, singer yeah my voice is not bad I have a pretty good singing voice I have to say and I started singing again in the car and yeah. I'm like hey <laughs> I sound pretty good again Kristen I'm gonna ask you one lot this is the, the my closer question though okay yeah so we've talked about how you know where you started, how you got through it, and and whatever. Once yeah, you are you as excited as I am? I am. I am very much so. But I'm tickled. 
what is your future what is your future being smoke free what's going to be different about Kristen in in another year's time Kristen needs to get in shape again we quit in the order it's killing us mm-hmm. uh, like you know uh, what's down the road for us at middle age <laughs> it's being on being on high cholesterol meds um, having diabetes mm-hmm. uh, blah 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 uh, having injuries to our body because when I, so I want finally my family on me about that too because they're all skinny and in shape <laughs> it's awful so I'd like to like get back I'd like to be healthier looking better like you know I want to be like a foxy old lady I don't want to be like a dumpy frumpy sick frail broken old lady and what I would like because we spoke uh, before the recording about your poetry what I would like is for you to be some what uh, what do you guys call a, a cougar yeah, with cougar. with a, a, a book or, or at least some yeah. more some more poetry because oh, no. you need to get back on that I think yeah I definitely need to and the other thing is the TV phone addiction <laughs> I need to unplug and start reading again because when you do that then you write yeah but if you're always plugged in and always on the telly it kills it it kills it mm. so yeah so you know but you know one thing at a time lee absolutely <laughs> one thing at a time Kristen, um, thank you very very much for taking the time to speak to me today it's been absolute pleasure such a pleasure thank you for having me on your ash kickers podcast <laughs> you're the best i consider you a, a dear friend likewise it was lovely to actually finally speak to you in person is there anything going on in your world that you would like to tell everyone about? Oh gosh, um, I don't know. Just um, here's to 2020, Lee, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again, and have a fantastic day. I know you're going to go home from work now. Keep on being awesome. You're an absolute inspiration to me and many others. Please stay strong, stay positive, and stay smoke-free. Thanks, Lee. You too. Thank you for listening. If you need support, join our Facebook group, Ash Kickers Smoke Free Support. You can contact me by leaving a voice message using the Anchor FM website or via social media. Please like and subscribe to the podcast and share it with any of your friends who could benefit. It is available on Google and Apple's podcasts, Spotify and anywhere else you might get your podcasts from. Remember, if I can do this, you certainly can. Just Stay strong, stay positive, and stay smoke-free.